This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Warning, the following podcast may contain costume characters with plastic heads and human hands, a scathing review of an ice cream cone, pal arounds, and a curious look at the Disneyland Resort's newest offering, Pixar Pier. Spoiler alert, it's fine! This is Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the only theme park podcast where you'll hear a heartfelt apology directed to robot birds, which I'll do in one second once I get mm. to my co-host, Jason Sheridan. Oh, I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah, I have that written See? down. Yeah. Mm. I was telling Scott this happened a lot. There were a lot of comments this week from last week's episode. But very polite. I was trying yes. to figure out what a lot meant because my guess was two when you asserted five. I said five. like five to six or seven. Across the social media. You I said think five. You just upped it to six I or think seven. Now I'm exaggerating for the air i think the truth is in between as it often is i think it was mm. three to four across well, a couple social media well i'm sites. not going to take any more time other than saying my full name scott gardner and then yeah. ceding the floor to mike carlson right. for his apology okay so here's the thing i would like to heartfeltly apologize to the group of white cockatoos who appear in walt disney's enchanted tiki room uh, I incorrectly stated on last week's episode that they did not have names and only the four hosts said names. That is incorrect. They absolutely have names. There are six ladybirds who have names, and I would like to apologize to each of them right now. I'm sorry to Colette, Suzette, Mimi, Gigi, Fifi, and Josephine. I very much apologize. You guys have fun names. You pass the Helen test as far as I'm concerned. Certainly do. They don't like have any lines really in the show. They well, just they sing, sing a song. Yeah. And also um, apology in absentia to Rosita. No one knows what happened to yes. Rosita. Yes. And I also like, I would like to take, uh, uh, you know, the blame for this myself, but I'd also like to call out my two co-hosts for not correcting me. Hmm. Okay. So where were you guys? We're all experts here. I, uh, I'm. I think I was probably asleep every time I visited the Enchanted oh, Tiki no. Room, and thus did not pick okay, up well, any names. Okay, well, you're off the hook, Jason. Where were you? Come on, man. Uh, I was so charmed and enthralled by the actual entertainment. Uh, I occasionally just uh, black out certain elements of it. Well, too invested in the the story. As I said, we got thirteen to twenty comments <laughs> about this. Twenty four. <laughs> and so. uh, I'm very look. I did feel a bit of shame. Like people would tweet, and I I did feel like, well, we're supposed to be guys that know what we're talking about. You didn't know what you're talking about. How could you let a mistake like this happen? You know, we were kind of in universal mindset, and we were also <laughs> right. blue yeah, skying yeah. the Helen test. You know, I feel uh -huh. like we just got. Probably caught up in the in the heat of podcast. This is like Steve Ranazizi, 9-11. Not quite on that level, but his yeah, the comedian who not quite on <laughs> claimed that he level. was in 9-11. This is I, that a big embarrassment is what I'm saying. It's not a one-to-one. There is one -to -one some conspiracy as as, theories that Rosita was actually, you know, 
in the towers but got out ahead of time <laughs> easier for a bird to do so than, yeah. than a person yeah. very easy yeah wait okay let me let me clarify a couple things we're talking about last week when we uh came up with a new uh, theory the helen test yes which relates to characters being named un- uninteresting names like helen specifically mm-hmm. in theme park rides or robot shows because this came from helen in water world and helen in the chuck e cheese band right by the way does hell does the helen test apply to non-theme park entertainment as well do uh, we think helen is just a bad name a, a, a boring well, name for oh, characters? it all means it's all compare comparatively like like if if the movie has uh, a series of male characters and like one is named like the flashlights and one is named <laughs> Sunman and then it's like Linda is the female character yeah yeah gotcha. like if they have fun names or silly names and then the female character is boring okay. so I think that's so good, I think so that's a good way to frame the rule I uh, I'm not sure if uh, uh, my wife pointed out a, a new one to me uh, Daria Daria's mom is Helen mm. um, now I don't know if all of the characters have interesting names on Daria I don't remember everybody else's name but Helen's not as interesting of a name as Daria that's but maybe true. that's important for the story that she was raised by this kind of waspy or yuppie mother and then and Daria is an oddball uh, who doesn't fit in with the family so maybe if it's narratively important mm-hmm. that that can override the Helen test yeah I think that's right and I, also the thing the maybe the flaw in the Helen test is there could be a movie where like all the characters are named Jim Michael Helen Mm-hmm. And some Linda, let's say. I think that's okay, and that's fine. But the problem is now people will misinterpret that just Helen's a bad name, and that's not what yeah. we're saying. Oh yeah, because we mentioned uh, Helen Parr, uh, Elastigirl, The Incredibles, uh, and Scott and I have seen Incredibles too. And uh, since recording it, yes. since recording, a terrific movie. She mm-hmm. gets a great arc. Like it's mm-hmm. mostly her movie, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. but that's um, not what this is about. It's just about her name. Not yeah. We don't act, we don't, don't care if the if the female has a good arc or a satisfying thing. We just care about, that the name is interesting. But what's yeah. Mr. what's Mr. Incredible's non non Mr. Incredible name? Bob. Bob. Well, so does that No, it's fine. That I think yeah. Incredible's but passes for sure. Then the kids are named Dashel and Violet, which are interesting a, names. But Very that's interesting a generational names. thing. That well that's Bob and true. Helen are of a certain generation, then that makes sense and they have code names that are very fun similar to helen and daria yes they make sense that a younger generation so if the interesting name issue is due to generational difference Mm -hmm. we'll allow it but if it's characters who are all roughly of the same age like pasquale munch uh (laughs) and jasper and then one of their one of their ranks is named helen that's that's boring that's boring birdie in mcdonald's gang is fine. Birdie is interesting. Yes. Uh, as much as Hamburglar or Grimace, maybe not quite, mm-hmm. but it's more specific than but Helen. It, if her name was just Jill. Yeah, it's as good as Mayor Big Mac or, oh no, Officer Big Officer Mac. Officer Big Mac and Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm screwing up a lot these last few weeks. And would, like- would Helen the bird uh, pass the test if she, if she had um, if her middle name was entertainment like Chuck Entertainment cheese so it'll be Helen E Hen Henny is it, is is it last Henny name? is it Henny huh. Henny gets closer I guess to being fun I guess it couldn't also be entertainment it would be like Helen musicality 
uh, Henny or uh-huh. Helen uh, Excellent Service, another, another aspect of the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> oh, experience. Oh, an infamous Helen. aspect of the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> oh, <yes>. experience. <laughs> Famously, their service is perfect. Helen Skee-Ball, Hen. Uh, uh, yeah, she would be, yeah, if Birdie was in, it would it would be cool because Birdie's a fun name. I'd be curious to think about, I think this is important. A distinction to make that Helen it's not about the name Helen it's about yes the, uh, female character names not keeping up with the dynamic nature of them so there's probably other examples of this and go ahead and tweet them at us mm-hmm. if you if you think you have and if you understand what we're talking about if you understand the concept because it's a bit confusing it is a little bit but interesting mm-hmm. that there's uh, a couple of uh, um, dully named Helens in throughout mm-hmm. theme park lore yeah and we're going to try to put a stop to that going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, I mean, Helen is, uh, I mean, I guess this leads us into the primary topic today. This came up entirely because, because Helen. Because of the Incredibles, yes. Uh, Helen, the uh, AKA Elastigirl, factors into the uh, Disney's newest quote unquote attraction yeah the Incredicoaster and and its newest land, land? Pixar Pier the mm-hmm. Helen of California Adventure <laughs> <laughs> well yeah are we showing our cards of our opinion of this I think it does seem like we're maybe well, following the it, it seems from my sense theme park media YouTube channels Twitterers uh, wherever else these people can live are not super psyched about Pixar Pier. Well, it depends. I think the people that uh, got a free ride to Disney and got to experience it early, they found a lot to like mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> so, oh, does this happen often? I yes, it depends. I think I think it depends because I saw certain places, and I don't want to call out uh, podcasts or websites, but I saw on. You know, a certain website versus a certain website's podcast, a discrepancy. The podcast was much more glowing about it. And then if you actually read the website buried down in a few paragraphs, there was actually some criticism. Uh, So I'm saying their forward facing clickbait title is pro. Uh, I'll call them out. Ferris wheel lovers dot (laughs) net. I'm tired of you guys being bought. Y- y'all are bullshit artists. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one. We all know. I, saw, I don't uh, mind making an enemy sorry. here today. I didn't want to, but I guess go we... Everyone go to that, uh, <laughs> that, dot, that dot net. Go to their site and yell at them. And, Give them and, a piece of your mind. And Yeah, and uh, rate and review Ferris Pod at Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and tell them that, look, you need to be consistent here and you need to be objective theme park journalists like we are. Yeah. Send them to the one-star basement. You yeah. are disgracing Mr. Ferris's legacy. <laughs> dare you use his name. Um, well, so you guys have been to Pixar Pier. Been to Pixar Pier. I have not because I'm, I'm off my pass for a little while. I'll take a couple months off. I'm certainly taking the summer off because we... There was, a, there was a tweet going around about how uh, the other day, Friday as we record this, I'm not sure the exact date, but the recently a, uh, Disneyland had the mo- the hottest day on record of any Disney mm-hmm. theme park ever. Any Disney theme park. How 113 right? degrees yeah, it does in seem Anaheim like, it does on seem July like 6th. Something would have hit that, hit that before, that because it's not 113 isn't the hottest temperature of all time no. in Anaheim. Maybe it is, though. 
I I feel like it's that is the hottest single. That's the hottest temperature I can remember since I moved to Southern California. Yeah, but I'm surprised it has not gotten hotter in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it. I don't know. I guess maybe the, the rain general cools it down. Like the humidity keeps it a little cooler. I'd but... be curious the height in general. Yeah, maybe, I think I. I feel like humidity is more the what's oppressive there than the the the, the dry California. Yeah. Heat. On it, top of that, too, the hottest day. Uh, Disney was having tech problems, and the apps went down. So like, fast pass and like. <laughs> food reservation <laughs> like what a disaster on a day when like uh uh the heat is already pushing everyone to their limit yeah. just like the worst like i'm sure there were just dads like just losing their minds mm-hmm. like if people maybe if if it was a trip that's been in the works for months or years and you get there and that's how it plays out I don't horror show. I feel like at that temperature, the smallest, like a cashier going, "Oh, excuse me, sir, I have to go get a roll of quarters. I'm out of quarters." Can make someone go like, "What else is going to go wrong today?" <laughs> it will plant the seed that when they get back to their hometown, they will leave their family, <laughs> or maybe or they, they don't ha- go back to their hometown. I was going to say it just happens there, mm-hmm. and he just walks into downtown Disney, and he never seen again. He's never seen again. Gets on a bus to garden grove and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting over mm-hmm. y'all are on your own uh temperature does crazy things to people yeah also, i also saw that the cars land all the cars land rides were down at one point oh really time. yeah <laughs> oh my god just a disneyland meltdown and just, but i'm wrong for not wanting to go to the park get well, a glass of wine go on one ride and then leave <laughs> <laughs> well in that heat of course no one would blame you but we're saying when it's temperate day Two rides at least. Two know, two rides. It's been a hot I'll summer. Do, I'll out do it too, right? So. If I'm feeling patient. So you're you're on your past break, and you're thinking, how long has the break now been from Disney? This is one of the longest stretches I've made it. I think I'm I think I'm almost at five months. My God. Yeah, I've had others where I I said I was going to take the year off, and then I broke at four months, mm-hmm. but I'm up to five. Mm. Um, this is odd. I, I guess it's odd to be saying on it. I'm. I'm treating this like it's sobriety, but I'm talking about taking time off from Disneyland on my Disneyland-oriented podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, in all fairness, you are the only uh, one currently with a Universal Pass, though. Hey, yeah. So, so I'm representing in another area, and that's uh, come in handy during our many, many City Walk trips. That uh, well, that's where we're we're going out of order in the timeline. But uh, when was uh, Jason? When was the last time you didn't have a Disneyland Pass? 2010 you've renewed consistently the whole time or 2011 yeah Mm -hmm. so you've had a one continuous for seven years yes pretty much and at a certain point it just became like well they got rid of my tier so i have to keep renewing like this year i was hemming and hawing and then uh uh i i feel like I, I was just like I may as well do it's still mm. still that's not true you were you were bad. threatening to, uh, you yeah. were threatening me you were saying you I mean, you're not gonna you might not get a pass but then you did it anyway yeah, you must I, have been terrified for that yeah <laughs> I was horrified because yeah I honestly I think night. I the only I've had one continuously except for like a month in 2014 wow or a couple months maybe like two months oh. in 2014 wow so you know I think I actually did all of 
I think I took all of 2016 off. And mm-hmm. 2016 was, you know, everybody was having those hell years, and I was doing it to save money, and uh, uh, and I, which made sense on paper. But I, I started to realize I'd be much happier during this awful uh, p- political and uh, celebrity death laden mm-hmm. uh, uh, hellscape that was 2016. I, th- I think Disneyland would have tempered the whole thing. So I was wrong in 2016. I shouldn't put these boundaries on myself. But you hear about this these temperatures, and it's like, yeah, I'm. I'm I don't think I'm. I, I'm. I'm going to try to make it to September, October. Okay, because because there's going to be a hike. That's what the rumors are. I Uh-oh. want to tell everybody out there, if you don't have a pass and you're thinking about getting a pass ahead of Star Wars Land, the rumor is, and it's not coming from FerrisWheel.net, it's coming from a different website uh-huh. and a different uh, podcaster. But the Bumper Car Boys. The Bumper Car Boys <laughs> have, Jason, I'm fine. Thank you for saying it. We love their podcast. But uh, remember, it's a dash between bumper and car, but not <laughs> boys. They made it as right. confusing of a URL as possible. No, but Bumper Car Boys, one word, is like a weird proud voice <laughs> Right off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you got to make away. sure to distinguish between them. Somehow they're legally both allowed to exist. It's weird. It's weird, yeah. Those are people who uh, hit their enemies with automobiles. Oh, yeah. They're the people trying to pass the uh, they mow protesters over to be hit by their cars <laughs> yeah. if you are crossing in front of an on-ramp or something. Um, they're awful, but bumper dash car <laughs> boys, no dash. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and their rumor is, of course, that soon... There's going to be a substantial price hike in annual passes uh, ahead of start to try to root even more people out before Star Wars Land comes, which is probably going to soft open before May because they have to test stuff out. But even when Star Wars Land opens, we're not sure about which passes will be able to get. Sure, in they could block the all of them summer. out. I mean, they're talking about well, they've already announced, haven't they? Like one park blackouts where it's like, oh, you can't come to Disneyland, you can go to California Adventure. Yeah. I do think though, depending on when you. Like like right now, whatever it says on the maps, you you're getting that. I don't think they can like block out like new new dates. Like they've already they sort of they can. They have to me. Well, I know they can restrict stuff, but you're saying they can. I when I had family come out to visit in 2015, were like let's uh, uh, oh we'll plan to go to the park these days because I was looking at my blackout calendar. And that was like five months out. And then the week before they came, I went, oh, I'm apparently blacked out on Sunday. The Are first you sure day you, you just came didn't make a mistake? Uh, no, I didn't. Because what happened was Hyperspace Mountain opened. All that Star Wars crap. All that. Uh, really? Uh, they, they would do it for that? They blacked out. That that was like the soft opening We got to look day. into this. So I bought like a one day. I know they can restrict pass. it if all of a sudden the like the park is too crowded like like if it gets capacity the fire marshal will literally say no more oh, yeah you can't come in yeah if you follow them on but twitter you can see when the parking garage is i'm the just parks saying are. i think in general whatever the schedule is now the day you buy your pass that is that should be okay but they're not going to change legally it up. binding that's the fair fine enough. print says we can you know <laughs> change these conditions at any time it's, oh, yeah. it's not like yes a, that's true i mean if, if it's truly insane i'm just saying that i think you'll probably get an approximation of whatever it is the day oh, you yeah. buy it and they can change it going forward and make alterations to like even the same level of pass like if you buy it two weeks from now it'll be way more money and there could be a different set of things attached to it because like they will grandfather certain things in like yeah certain things. like photo pass and stuff if you had it before on your tier but then they get rid of it you still get grandfathered in so that's what i'm saying the nature of this (laughs) draconian rule set 
This is all this. I, I'm going to continue what might be my maybe I'm the villain of the podcast mm-hmm. or something for even presenting controversial mm-hmm. ideas like this. Go ahead. There's a part of me that wants to not go to Star Wars land <laughs> what? for a while. Huh. Doesn't it seem like it's going to be hellish? It does. I Yeah. It seems like society, well, the rules of polite society may break down. <laughs> it, it seems like it would be as lawless as the actual outer rims are in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> you were talking about the outer rims of the planet Batu. Yeah. Of course I, I was talking about Batu. Okay, I just wanted to make sure we were talking about Batu. I feel like I think this isn't the first time we've had this exact exchange. Where you say like Batu and think I go, of Batu course I'm talking much. about Batu. That might have been mm-hmm. in our real life, but I don't think it's been on the air. <laughs> Maybe that's what it um, is. Um, I, I think that the thing with Star Wars Land is they, they're going to... The hellish part of it would be waiting to get in. Because I don't think they're going to let... Everyone into the park, into the land. So I think that the hellish thing is going to be standing outside in Frontierland or over in Critter Country waiting to get in in the heat with a bunch of cranky people because there's going to have to be lines. There there, there were like lines when Harry Potter opened. Mm -hmm. There would be hour wait just to step foot in the land. I don't think they're going to let it be the case where you're just like shoulder to shoulder in the land Mm -hmm. and it's a nightmare. I think they're only going to let an amount of people that's at least somewhat manageable in there. But what if there was a place you could wait with all your friends from the Pixar universe. <laughs> sure. You mean... Uh, very good. Very strategically good. opened a year before to try to be like, well, you know, Star Wars Land isn't open, but we have a new area open last year. An called- entirely new. Yes. Uh, that is... Uh, it is not a thin soup of a, of a theme park land. It is hearty, robust... Uh, right, minestrone yeah. There's so <laughs> much in here A lot of nutrients There's a lot And it all opened on time It all opened Oh wait no uh, <laughs> Wait Three things are not open yet And then there's a whole But oh god They're calling it something Okay that they, makes sense Their entire rides now They haven't I started it. to build yet uh, Yeah Well it, and, and hopefully in a year It'll be all open <laughs> When uh, okay. they're telling this Potential Star Wars land person so in case people i mean i think people listening might not know this full set of theories and i think that's absolutely right i think this if you've been wondering what is up with this pixar peer thing because i feel like i've talked to some slightly invested theme park fans uh, um who are who don't under who are are confused about so there's a new incredibles coaster well, right now it's a re-theme so there's a new pixar land no it's kind of a re-themed it's what was there already uh um, and if you've been wondering what's the deal with this that's certainly the working theory that they are trying to throw whatever they can to attract people over to California Adventure to ease the, the what will be a, a hellish burden yes. on yeah. uh, in the Star Wars area at Disneyland. Uh, so, real quick, as you're ta- saying this, I had the realization, because I have a park map in front of me uh, from the <laughs> opening weekend of Pixar Pier, and usually I don't have an actual map in front of me, and one of the things I was wondering about, because uh, uh how to say this so pixar pier did not just replace paradise pier entirely it replaced paradise pier up to like the silly symphony swings mm-hmm. and unless i'm wrong which i could very well be the the rest of that area with like the zephyr and the corn dog castle and even goofy up to sky little mermaid yeah goofy sky school and little mermaid is now called paradise gardens park did you guys know that 
Not until no. this morning. I saw it uh, in an LA Times article and would have missed it otherwise. And well, you didn't know till you you were there and you didn't know till you literally looked at a map. Yeah. The famous area, Paradise Gardens Park of the California Adventure. I, it's presented on the same level as Cars Land. Yeah. These are I, equal <laughs> lands. Cars Land, Paradise Garden Park. But I, I just assumed it was gonna be like this is Pixar Pier and this other stuff is here, but we're not gonna talk not about really. That. Here's the um, other. This whole thing is so strange and sloppy. What did they really do? The Incredicoaster is now. They took something that was not Pixar themed, and now it is. But then the the Mickey the wheel the Ferris wheel Mickey's fun formerly Mickey's formerly fun wheel Mickey's fun. It still has Mickey on it. Yeah, but now it's called uh, what the I Pixar Pal Around. Got it. One of the worst names. One of the worst awful yeah. names I've ever heard. Pixar Pal Around is a ride where lots of you sit in a car themed after one of your favorite Pixar pals, mm-hmm. and all the Pixar pals rotate around. The, the mm-hmm. center of the Pixar universe, Mickey. What's going yeah. on? What is this? This is terrible. Hey, I'm a guy who goes to the theme parks for the theming. As you know, I'm a wimp. I don't go for rot- for G-forces and thrills. I mm-hmm. go for theming. So if I'm going to go to a place that's about theming, what is this shit theming? Yeah, I... Here's what I... The feeling I get, and I don't know this. I didn't see this on any of those websites, but... This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I get the sense that this was like last second. This mm-hmm. is a last second thing. They announced this at D23 last year. And I, I think it, we can tell it's last second because we didn't hear any rumors about it. All mm. of a sudden they're like, and next year, Pixar Pier coming. And you, like usually when something big happens, we've heard a little rumbling on one of those websites we were mentioning before. We've There was some feeling of like, oh, something's coming. This was totally new. So I have a feeling like it was a last second decision. We got to do something. There was a limited yeah. budget here. Yeah. Let's make this happen in six. Because they closed everything in January. Yeah, they and turned they it around up. fast. And you can tell in places that this was a fast job. And mm-hmm. there's stuff that doesn't make sense. The Mickey thing clearly to me is like people love that Mickey Mouse Ferris wheel. Yeah. People like it more than the terrifying baby son yeah. used to adorn the like the, sure. the, 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 uh-huh. the rosy the rosacea cheeks uh, uh sun cherub that used to be in the center of the ferris that wheel was like signaling everyone's death there's like, like you would see something like that in a nightmare where you were gonna <laughs> about to die like it's a ring face yes yeah i remember hearing someone um what was the other th- oh yeah mickey and the sun wheel uh the old sun wheel um but there used to be the Mickey thing in the roller coaster loop, right? Didn't there used to be Mickey ears? Yeah, there? kind of abstract Mickey ears, kind the, of with an Epcot yeah. uh, that was spaceship Earth esque on the pattern. roller coaster. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I so liked that. I, I kind of missed that. A couple years ago, I was at the park and I heard a guest ask a cast member, "Hey, what? Why? 
why come the Mickey ears aren't on the roller coaster? And I was like, <laughs> that's been, I was just like, wow, people really like seeing Mickey at play. Cause I was like, that's been gone for years. Mm-hmm. And people are still like, oh, why did you get rid of that? I like that. So I, I, I kind of understand why they left Mickey on the Ferris wheel, even though it doesn't make any sense. No, I, would, I, I thought, well, I mean, what would they have done? Would they have replaced uh, Mickey with John Lasseter's yes, giant face? I mean, God damn <laughs> that, it. Look, I, I, when I was over there, I said that same thing to my girlfriend. I said, well, who would they have replaced Mickey with? John Lasseter's face? Was that the idea? Uh, the and dictator that, of Pixar. Yeah. The uh, uh, power mad. Uh, uh, recently think, resigned and disgraced. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, I, I, it's a screen, though. Mm-hmm. That Mickey thing is a screen. What? I'm pretty sure. Or it can change colors, at least, for the oh, World yeah, Color sometimes Show. they project on it. And that's another thing. That's another funny thing I found out about. They took this time while the pier is closed to, like, do work on the fountains and stuff. Mm. And damage them what so it's gonna take even longer to get world of color back up and running has it not been for a while it's not yeah, been it's running been for a while and this oh. map i think probably printed in advance uh, about like these attractions close early due to world of color uh i don't think world of color is in sight anytime soon because they have mm. the paint the night parade going here yeah so oh, that's it's diversion it's all diversion it's all diversion disney's gaslighting us left and right <laughs> It's Pixar Fest now going on as well at the whole resort. Which is different than Pixar. It's yes. always good to have two <laughs> new things with one similar word in so them. So Pixar, yeah, so Pixar Fest is happening in, and they moved the parades. They moved the Pixar Play Parade to Disneyland, which is the parade that was always at California Adventure. And then they moved Paint the Night to California, back to, or to the other park. So for <laughs> Pixar Fest, Pixar Play moved from the place where Pixar Pier is. Yes, now it's in Disneyland. But Pixar Fest is happening at both parks. <laughs> Not just Pixar Pier Park. Oh. And so Pixar, Pixar Play Parade is at Disneyland. <laughs> but the new Incredibles float is in Paint the Night, which is at California Adventure. Yeah, so the new float in the parade is in Paint the Night, but is not in the Pixar Play Parade. There's no new float in Pixar Play Parade, which is in Disneyland, not in California Adventure it's still by Pixar Pier. It's unpleasant parade. I'm, There's a little I'm bit of blood more. <laughs> coming out of Scott's ear. I don't know what that is about. I'm, I'm one more name. I'm one more Pixar, some, more right, Pixar do, Plaza away well, from... Let's, falling on the ground and seizuring. Let's just slow down. I will just say the names of the things we said, and you will tell us where they are. Pixar Pier is where? California Adventure. Great. Pixar Disney Play- California yes. Adventure, which doesn't have an apostrophe or an S, damn it. That's right. Uh, Pixar Play Parade is where? It was in Disney California <laughs> Adventure, and now it's in Disneyland Park. Uh-huh. Uh, a Pixar Fest is where? It is in both parks That's at the correct. Disneyland Resort. Resort-wide. Resort wide. Where and is the new Incredibles float? <laughs> I th- I think it's a trick. So I think it's in the in the paint the night parade. <sighs> see, you, you oh, know see, all of it. I'm, I'm following you know Paradise it. Gardens Park. <laughs> Famously, is the non-Pixar related area, and of course, Paradise Pier Hotel has not been renamed. Oh God, I forgot about the hotel. It's still, it's still. There's a hotel named after a part of the park that no longer exists. Mm -hmm. Pixar Pier, Paradise Pier Hotel. Paradise Gardens Park. What's going on, Disney? This is the loudest I've gotten on the podcast ever. Feel free to check my levels. I'm upset. Yeah, I gotta check. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is what's supposed to be... 
sending me to Disneyland for the summer, braving the hottest temperature ever recorded. On the, it's it's like much, much hotter than the opening day where women's heels melted into the concrete. I'm supposed to go there now to see all of these confusing well, pea brands. Jason's mad. Coffee, coffee almost uh, spilled. Uh, <laughs> it's coming apart. In all fairness, it's also supposed to distract you a year from now when you are waiting to get into what could be the most immersive themed experience ever created. It better be. You're after supposed all this to shit. be. Uh, waiting in line for the Incredicoaster while eating, you know, an angry dog, mm-hmm. which is a spicy corn dog. At now least available. Those, those brands are, are clear, at least. Mm-hmm. Do you? Well, yeah. okay, you guys went. We went on the, the it, Sunday after it opened. Just to, to uh, just stemming from Angry Dog, uh, which is themed after the, the anger uh, Lewis Black character from Inside Out. Yes. Would you guys like to uh, talk about the, the the food? Which me having not been, it seems like from the sound of it, maybe the Pixar Pier food is one of the more successful elements of Pixar Pier. Uh, yeah, we can do that. So, um, yeah, let's build to the Incredicoaster. coaster. So the food. <laughs> uh, so I had an angry dog. Uh, it was a spicy hot dog, and I liked it. Uh, okay. it's a little stand. Um. But here's the thing with the food, all the food, uh, I feel like there's some catches. Uh, so the angry dogs, the little stand, they have like a big, like I, and they served it to you with, um, flaming hot Cheetos fries, which are kind of like Andy Cap's hot fries, not flaming hot Cheetos, <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos fries. I know it's weird. Dusting the, uh, but not French fries. It's like a bag, like a bag of chips. Essentially. This, so you're saying it's it's confusing theming that doesn't let you know what you're actually getting. Option. Much so, like the land you're getting them in. Uh, uh, so, but I think it's clever. Oh, it's a hot, it's a spicy hot dog, spicy chips. Sir, but uh, what are they? Fries? They're, they're not fries. They're like... They're hot Cheetos. They're, they're like hot fries? Cheetos, but they're shaped like fries. And like the Andy Caps hot fries. Do you guys eat Andy Caps hot fries? You know, Jason is referencing a comic strip character, Andy Cap from 1950s. What? It's a snack food. I know it is. I'm just oh, okay. saying that Where? people Where? At probably... Islands of Adventure or in the world? <laughs> Jason's family bought uh, in the 1950s a stockpile of Andy Cap hot fries and he's been eating them. <laughs> this is another one of my weird regional things. Um, anyway, so, so you get the spicy food and then there's a big condiment and, and it's they got, oh, ketchup and spicy ketchup, mustard and spicy mustard, mm. like buffalo salt. So, but here's the thing. So there's this row of like condiment dispensers to like customize your hot dog. It is directly next to a standing bar where you can like, stand for a couple minutes and eat your hot dog but they share the same like physical spit so like as people are trying to quickly get in and out and dress their dog there's also people lingering to stay so it's just like wait how did you this is like if you put a wall on that standing bar then people can only stand on one side and then you would clear like it's a weird logistical thing and jason you're using your mark you have your marcus limonis helmet on right now and i appreciate it he would be shaking his head and crossing his arms real hard about this thing again at jack jack's cookie num num (laughs) (laughs) which is i i'm still trying to process my feelings on jack jack's cookie num nums uh uh mike you've been to jack jack's twice now jack jack's what yeah jack Uh, jack's cookie cookie num nums Um, 
and which is they you know it's a part of the narrative on the ride and then at the end of the ride you get and to in the movie in the incredible yes, in movie uh, as well um and then you can go to pixar pier and get a jack jack cookie num num yeah so it's a um, cookies and milk stand which I, is kind of clever i i again that's an interesting idea sure <laughs> it's an interesting idea to have cookies and milk um <laughs> In the park, I feel like they don't have like a designated cookies and milk like <laughs> probably, yeah, experience. Well, you're saying that you can get cookies and milk in the park everywhere, yeah, except they can. just don't have it dedicated together in one stand. So yes, that is a new right. thing, I guess. So uh, I congrats, been, you pulled it off, everybody. <laughs> so so I went down with you, and we had a, a few things, and I will also I, I will reveal this. I follow the Disney Parks blog on Twitter, and what that means is that sometimes they have opportunities for you know 150 to 200 people to sign up and get a free special event and of course i have my twitter set to give me an alert when a tweet happens from the disney parks blog so i can get first dibs on something like a crazy experience for free you you switched out your amber alerts that alerts you (laughs) to a kidnapped child and now your phone vibrates and sirens at you when there's a disney parks uh, blog event it's uh it's exactly the same tone. There's a new candy apple, Michael. Get down here. (laughs) (laughs) Candy apple. Uh, So I was driving a car and I saw an alert. And this, I swear to God, I was at a light. I looked down alert pot and alert popped up and it said pixar peer meetup i grabbed my phone hit the button it went right to like put in your email i didn't even see what the event was what the date was i didn't care i know you got to move fast on one of these things put my email in and submit it and said you've been accepted to the pixar peer meetup and i was like great i'll see what the date was later and of course and it was uh, July second. Collided, collided with an elderly woman crossing yeah, James, the street. <laughs> James Dean Spider. <laughs> it was worth it though for that free event that I got to go to, and uh, I went with Lindsay. I did not take either of my co-hosts to this event. I apologize, but sometimes I have to, you know, take the woman. That is my significant other. <laughs> Sometimes. Much to Jason's chagrin. Jason was probably upset with me. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Dad. <laughs> he thinks of me as a father figure. <laughs> we know that. Hate uh, you, Dad. <laughs> uh, so we went down, and, and they do these, like... I really shouldn't tell the audience this, because people are going to now set alerts for Disney Parks blog, and it's going to be even harder to get... Uh, a reservation to some place like this and i've done this a couple times so you so basically we go in at 7 30 they give you a free admission to california adventure which is amazing which i did not need but like you get free admission wait if you sign up for this thing you get the park for free well depending on what time the event is but yeah for like it's starting at 7 30 you got just free admission yeah, to california like after adventure. four or five so you get like oh it's a limited free, amount of time of, yeah, but the one how long i like to go for but the one yeah but the one i did in 2014 was early in the morning and it was free and that's when i didn't have a pass just kind of coincidentally and it was for all day at disneyland like we had a whole free day and they gave us a bunch of free stuff this crazy will be, this this system is over because you talked about it they someone will hear this and they will end it by day's end of this episode yeah, being I, released i should just cut this out um <laughs> just mute a couple of the words on yeah. it. Mute parks or blog and if you heard a bleep for either of those yeah. you know which one we settled on um so so this particular event we went at 7 30 they give you we got like we got free stuff which is crazy when you go to disney because you don't get free stuff that often uh we got free 
I'm showing the showing you guys. We got free Pixar Fest Mickey ears. ears with uh, Edna Edna Mode on one ear and, and Jack, Jack Jack on the other. Um, and this very then, cute. Kind this, of the, kind of the buddies, the buddy duo of the the new movie. Oh, yeah. so that's, very, that's very cute their partnership yes and uh uh so so they they the event basically was like hey here's here's free reservations to paint the night parade which we did not go to uh you then fool. we went because we went to the the new restaurant sorry you also the back of these hats has the silhouettes of some of the pixar characters and they all take me a sec to figure out but especially this splat over this mustard stain over on the far right can you even tell what that is right i mean i think you'll get it from here i can't i think it is one of the other fish i want to say it's nemo but it could also be i think it might be dad yeah Mm. Th- that it's even in question. Nemo's, Nemo's. Oh, it's pairs. I think it's friends. So Pixar Pet Fest is about celebrating friendship and beyond. So it's Woody and Buzz, <laughs> Doug and Boy, uh, and uh, Dory and uh, Adult Manfish. So for this celebration of friendship, you chose to go with your girlfriend instead uh, of your best bro, Jason. <laughs> um, yeah. You really betrayed the you semblance dullard. of the hat. You I absolute know. fool. I know. I'm sorry. Also, um, I set you up to talk about Jack-Jack's cookie num-nums, well, I was not getting... to write an Iliad-length story Well, I have about... to explain how I got to experience all right, all two right. different type of, Jack, of Jack-Jack's cookie num-nums. <gasps> okay. So, so yeah, so, so all I'm saying is that there's this event, we got to see Imagineers talk about Pixar Pier, and then what they did, and I'll show you, I have the remnants of it, is that we got a lanyard that had a, a, like a little tab on it for a free each thing that they have at Pixar Fest, a free Jack-Jack Cookie Num Num. But not at Paradise Gardens angry, Park, no, just no, but, at Pixar but, so, Pier. So I'm saying I got to do, I had a Jack-Jack cookie num-num with you, and then when at, at this event, I got to try the shortbread cookie as well. Yeah. That's really what I was leading so, to. So, I mean, the, the Jack, the classic Jack-Jack's cookie num-num, uh, as you, the word classic you use to refer to something that is two weeks old, uh, yeah. is a deep dish chocolate chip cookie served warm. Brown butter chocolate chip cookie, I believe, Brown as well. butter, I think that's right, yeah. And more like a chocolate <laughs> chunk cookie, I should say. It's mm. chunks, not chips. Uh, I'm a big chocolate chip cookie guy. I thought it was delicious. I love that it's an option in the park. Not terribly expensive. But uh, to put my Marcus Limonis hat on, uh, there were some problems with Jack Jack's cookie dum dums and kind of Paradise Pier at large. Which Pixar is, Pier? Uh, sorry, Pixar Pier. Ugh. See? Oh, this is a nightmare. Um, uh, it is literally a stand right after you, after you get off the roller coaster, and the queue is just stand next to the roller coaster. There's no and there's no shade as far as the eye can see. Mm-hmm. So. It was, I think it was only like 80 degrees or something when you and I uh, were there waiting in line for Cookie Num Nums, but... What? Which? Jack-Jack's oh, Cookie Num Nums. Oh, Jack-Jack's Cookie Num Nums. Sorry, okay, not, I didn't sorry. mean to confuse you. Uh, so we are sitting, in, and there's not a cloud in the sky, we are sitting just, just in the raw Orange County sun to be sweating, to then be served a hot Cookie mm-hmm. Num Num. And the Whoa. beverage op Jack Jack's cookie dump <laughs> dump. The beverage options at this uh, cart are milk or milk uh, substitutes. Strawberry milk, which is what strawberry I got. Strawberry milk, yeah. Both times, by the way. 
Uh, so you're saying milk was a bad choice? Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah. In, <laughs> as the funny guy in your office says, too much milk was a bad choice. And you, do, you get your choice of milk. Uh, interestingly, to paraphrase Ron Burgundy on this on this lanyard, that's you what have. happened. Yes, choice I, of cookie and one milk offering. Yeah. Yeah, I got a milk. We, both Lindsay and I got a lanyard too, so we both got a milk offering. <laughs> We both got a different so milk offering. So you have two wow. different milk Your offerings. Your lanyard got you a milk offering from Locale 1B from the Disney Dining uh, Pixar Parks blog. God, I can't. <laughs> I, I'm getting dyslexia from this episode. I can't. My brain can't retain any more dull specifics. Yeah, there's too many in this episode. I'm so sorry to some of the listeners. And, we'll and provide a transcript. We'll write it all out. Mike, when you and I were there, uh, did we also wait like 25 minutes for Jack Jack's cookie nuns? It felt like a while. It was a while. I mean, this is also one of the you know, first weekends. So people were very weekend. excited to try it. Um, so, yeah, but it was a while and it was in the heat. And the cookie I thought was good. It was good. It's probably the best of all the new things they have there. Yeah. Um, is it amazing? Is it a revel- Is it as good as a Pazuki from BJ's? I don't think it is. And I think it, it probably costs as much. Too. I'm sure it does cost as much. I'm just, um, I, and I understand you can't get like a give everyone a hot skillet. No, so it has no, to just you be don't want up. a hot skillet because <laughs> a, a Pazuki, if you don't know it, of this wonderful chain restaurant called BJ's, is like a hot skillet cookie with some ice cream on top, and it's delicious it's the best hot cookie i've ever had i it's, think it's a superior num num yeah it's a better num scale num than num jack jack's cookie num nums yeah uh, so. so we stood in the hot sun to eat warm cookies and cold-ish milk um <laughs> and here's so, milk offerings <laughs> but like put some umbrellas in that line yeah, like I, it it's the it's it's gonna be summer for a while and then my other thing about jack jack's cookie num nums as you are finally getting to get your cookie num num you've got a great view of this industrial pipe covered in tape right above <laughs> the the uh, ah. the queue yeah, there's a lot. Of, so, yeah, so the, the, this is no shot at the Imagineers or anything, but it's clear that this time-wise was such a crunch that mm-hmm. yeah. everything is not finished. They there's had stuff a they deadline need to repaint. before stuff. they had an assessment of what they had to build. The roller coaster could have used a full repaint, just the white part yeah. of the roller coaster. Like, some of that looks like it's old. Hmm. So uh, you're, I mean, the the fish stinks from the head down here. It's not. There's, I'm sure, a lot of good Imagineers worked hard on this thing. Yes, and I saw them talk about it. What they had to achieve in a short amount of time, and probably with Imagineering staff all over the map, with all of the projects going on globally, um, you know, it, uh, maybe they didn't get to give all the love to Pixar Pier that they uh, that they should have. Yes, I think that w- we would never blame Imagineers, the hardworking, the workers that maybe had to paint and had to do all this stuff. Yeah. I would lay the blame solely at the feet of Bob Chapek, head mm. of Parks and Resorts. Uh-oh. You know, Calling he's out. the one who gave them a deadline and gave them an amount of money and gave, he's the guy that obviously put all this stuff in place and maybe it was impossible maybe didn't give enough you know like people and man hours and but you're st- we're still fishing for more free stuff and early access to things and yet we're calling out bob chapek specifically i think that bob if he's a businessman he respects that we have the balls to do this 
mm-hmm. and that he that we're he knows we're watching him and out of respect bob chapek will say well i don't always agree with these theme park journalists but we need them to cover and keep me honest. That's what yeah. I'm hoping, at least. So, with that said, just a reminder, <laughs> the adorable snowman, uh, frosted treats, lemon ices, dog shit. Um, that's wrong, that's by the way. It's not dog shit. <laughs> that's wrong. It's bad. Whoa, whoa. It's one at a time. Guys, uh, Jason, make your argument, and Mike, make your rebuttal. All right, Jason, you go first. It's bad, and it upset me, and I don't want to have it again. Great argument, Mike. <laughs> well, uh, I liked it, and I thought it tasted pretty good and what? i got the blue yes it was tart it was a little too tart i'll tell you this though it's less tart than when you had it because again i've had it twice now i had the regular cone with the tart ice cream and then the the, the white chocolate dip yeah. which is very minuscule amount a of white chocolate of i agree with chocolate. you but then i got the full one that has the tart uh new soft serve and that blue slush crap in it Hmm. And I thought that the ice cream itself was less tart now. I think they made a bit of an adjustment. The day we were there, maybe they had the machine set to like 75% tart, and that was too much. And now it's maybe down to 50, and it's much better. All right. It's a much more. To, to again put on the phrase I'm invoking, the Marcus helmet, uh, you only get one chance with most consumers. Most people mm. make their decision yeah. the first time around. And, uh, you know, though, though I do want to hold Jason to the standard of theme park journalism where he has has to uh, go back and eat a dessert he didn't like another mm-hmm. time to make sure that the machine is running more <laughs> efficiently this time around. Uh, most people, most regular folks are not going to do that. And yeah. you got to set your, you're going to set your tartometer correctly the first time. That's why you have to have the proper process mm. in place. And the right people and the to right implement people. The, the best product the best product possibly can yeah See, but so he, at pixar pier or paradise gardens park now now that you've said that and i am likely more forgiving than the average consumer <laughs> maybe i'll give it another uh, shot but i also maybe i'll try that eight dollar option with a bunch of blue crap in that's it. what i had and i had it a complimentary because of the pixar pier meetup um but I'm, I, even the day when we had it that it was a little too tart i still didn't think it was dog shit dog shit is Maybe some other, another thing I had. Uh-oh. What? I, well, I don't say, I wouldn't say dog shit. I, I don't use language like that when I'm describing right. this stuff, but. You didn't like dog didn't, the dog's dog shit? I, <laughs> <laughs> um, just call it worms uh, and dirt, guys. Worms and dirt has worked for 30 years. Just, it's, just, it's just a bowl of We have of to be- reinvent. It's <laughs> just a bowl of beans. <laughs> Doug's dog shit. <laughs> Gus 1250. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I, I'll say, I didn't love the angry dog, Jason. No. Well, and here's here's what I'll say, and I'm not trying to play one up. I'm not trying to uh, get back at you for what you just did to the adorable snowman's frosted treat stand. Um, but the angry dog, it, not, it's nothing. It's not. It's 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 the laziest thing I think on the pier. It's it's just like a like a mildly spicy hot dog, but it looks just like a hot dog I got when I played soccer when I was in third grade. I, I'm not saying it's a revelatory. I'm just saying it's nice. It's a nice step up from the default Disney hot dog. But it looks I like a little so, more, a little more. It's spice. so just the basic boring hot dog. Like as I said to Lindsay, I said, you know what they need? They need like a a bun or something. They need something like fun, like a like a like a cheddar like habanero or jalapeno bun mm-hmm. a poofier bun don't That's make this look like everything is just like tin foil crammed hot dog that you would like somebody would grill up for a bunch of kids 
after they played sports. Oh, no, go ahead. No, Jason. I mean, I think that's great. I think the resort, why they need kind of a bun upgrade for hamburgers and hot dogs. Now, I agree. Now, finally, we can come together here and agree that resort wide a bun upgrade is necessary these buns look soggy they look cheap i don't think it would take more than a couple cents to do a puffier bun that made this feel more like a meal it can dress up the fact that it's a cheap hot dog i would pay an extra 50 cents for a brioche okay i feel like brioche are once you start seeing brioche at like mcdonald's and burger king it's ubiquitous there's a way to churn it out in large quantities and cheap yeah scott have you ever noticed um that the buns are lacking at the (laughs) disneyland resort um i have to admit my hot dog intake has (laughs) increased has decreased significantly since my childhood uh however uh i appreciate your passion on it and i think this is a good use of the extra profit that disney has lying around so i'm gonna say number one uh, get those buns better number two try to raise rates for uh disney uh, minimum workers, wage employees yeah. but let's let, let first things first the bun issue well, it's easier with the bun to get the buns up i think so yeah do take care of the buns and then get around to paying everyone uh more than nine dollars an hour mm-hmm. uh yeah so and so, they'll make more profits from the better buns right the word is going to spread we're gonna we, once the buns are fixed we'll get on here we will tell our audience they did it thank you bob chapek for listening and paying attention i and mean at least we're past the wheat bun phase i feel like there was a time mm-hmm. where like the burgers and hot dogs all came on like like wheat bread is the thing of the moment and like even disney tried it and it's just like oh this is terrible like mm-hmm. this is yeah wheat buns are are not significantly different this is a side issue but i the only time a year really i have a hot dog is that is at the los angeles open golf tournament which mm-hmm. i go to with my dad every year at the riviera country club and the hot dog situation there is aggressively poor food lines mm-hmm. also in the sun unshaded uh that go go back and back that take a uh, half an hour of time that you could be watching golfers like Jordan Spieth uh, uh, make or or possibly miss putts. So <laughs> if anyone listening has any influence on the Los Angeles Open golf tournament, get, just go back to the, it used to be hot dogs. You just grabbed out of a tray and then went and paid $12 for, let's go back to that. Now that's a sidetrack, but if we're if this episode is going to be full of hot dog passion, then I feel like I should probably convey mine. Is the, do, would you say that 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 the uh, whatever that is the golf uh, tournament? The golf you're tournament. About, um, mm-hmm. Do they need a bun upgrade? Uh, absolutely. The buns are yeah. uh, the buns have been weak for a long time, and I've watched it happen. For like, for, mm. I've I've gone every year since the early '90s, and I've watched. I, I think there's been been a much sharper decline in bun quality than in hot dog the hot dog quality than okay. Frank quality. I guess you would say. Jason's yeah. getting sad, sadder. No, I mean it's a low standard of excellence for hot dog. You go mm-hmm. to like a grocery store and you you buy a pack of hot dogs, you buy a pack of buns, you go into a barbecue. Like those buns are like a dollar. Like yes, it's not. So, it's it's you just need something to hold the hot dog and toppings. That's present, really what you want. Yeah, and the presentation is what I, I I'm talking about too. It's just wrapped 
like give me a little something give me put it not in the uh tin foil but give it in a little um little paper tray those little thank you yes a paper tray paper trays that makes it look nicer the, the impression is, of uh, an upgraded product yeah you know? i want the, i want optics to be better on this too yeah. you know it's funny there's been that naked burger trend for a long time mm-hmm. if people you get and get it in a lettuce wrap instead of a bun this has never been desired for a hot dog no one has ever no. wanted no, a never. naked hot dog and I maybe mean, if you found a way to wrap it in a pickle, but there's no way for the pickle to not overpower the dog. Hold on. I got to do a Wait a minute. <laughs> Draw out your concepts. Yeah. Maybe this maybe this pickle spiral will end up looking appealing. I think that's actually a good idea. I kind of like it. Yeah. How do you hold it together? You got to fuse it together. There's got to be some well, fondant well, equivalent. I'm, I'm picturing like a full dill pickle that you cut a triangle out of and you put the hot dog in that. Now, that mm. functions as a bun, but again, you're getting pickle on three sides and a hot dog only on one but then it but then it really is a pickle that happens to have a hot dog yeah, in it see, which sounds the terrible see, oh man hmm if there's some spiral that invo- where it's like a it's like a shish kebab situation with a, a, a wedge of pickle a wedge of uh, pepper a uh, wedge of tomato oh that's delightful yeah, yeah. i think we're developing an interesting we're still workshopping in here, but there's some like hot dog hot spiral dog notion. Kebab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll start working that out, and we'll announce our plans See, in future episodes. We'll get- and that would be great for Pixar because the hot dog is friends with the pickle, he's friends with the pepper, he's friends with the tomato. That's the sort of upgraded product you want at a Pixar pier. Yeah, that's true. So this is friendship and beyond. We're celebrating the friendship between hot dogs and condiments, and then and and, <laughs> and beyond. beyond. What could beyond mean? Wow. We're the only ones brave enough to imagine it. We'll have we'll have these out for you guys to purchase before we have T-shirts. <laughs> we'll have the picks, the We're going to get into the hot dog game. <laughs> Are we going to mail these to people? How's this business going to work? Mm, that's a good question. We'll figure that out. We'll call Marcus. Um, we we haven't talked. We have to talk about two. What is this? We haven't. You know what we haven't talked about is the fucking roller coaster. Hold on. There's, there, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's actually a lot, guys, a a lot more, more to talk food, about food before food. we get to the roller coaster. Uh, so no, I'm not rushing to get there. I'm just saying if uh, fans yeah. might be thinking, any listeners I, might be thinking that. I mean, I think it's clearly like the the thing of the land. So probably best. To build, as I said, uh, Senior Buzz's churros. Yes. How were they? You had one. So I didn't we had one. okay. So Senior Buzz's churros again got them complimentary because of the Pixar appear meetup. Uh, Lindsay got a normal churro, just cinnamon sugar. These are giant too. I mean, you've seen these at the park. These are not small churros. These are like a foot long. Hmm. I got the red hot churro hmm. because I had to try the silliest one, and that is literally like a churro. Just dipped in Red Hots, the candy Red Hots, and it's bright neon red, and it is good. It is fun for half of it. It's fun for half of it, but it's a lot. If you like, it's honestly I liked it better than the hot dog, which I was expecting to hate it because I was like, this is I don't really Red Hots are kind of good, but this is a lot happening. <laughs> I would say <laughs> high praise. <laughs> Talking about blue, the blue crap. The abominable snow treats are better because it has blue crap. Yeah, the blue crap was the fine. The red hots are kind of good. Yeah, so so I would say the red hots would be good. Share share it. It's a fun novelty. If you yeah. have a significant other or one of your best pals, you know. Yeah, start at each end, it. meet in the middle. It's just it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of sugary. I think it's a fun idea though. 
and the senior buzz is a fun little thing from toy story 3 i'll say this though and you see your so and it's named after him so yes. great yes <laughs> uh, and let's say this the senior buzz churro stand is the worst themed stand mm. there it's flat it looks like it's just like kind of drawn on it doesn't have any like like for instance angry dogs has anger from inside out and it's a 3d little version of him that looks good yeah and it's got yeah his like steam coming out and a big hot dog over his brain which is like if you saw a picture of what jason is thinking about most of the day it would look similar to this (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah you will post a picture of it uh um, but this, yeah, the stand is by far the weakest stand. It looks pretty cheap. Uh, again, not blaming the Imagineers for it. They're wonderful people. No, but I, it has, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, uh, the, I think the nicest stand theme wise, I have not eaten yet. And you have a comically long story about why you have not eaten there. Uh, the poultry palace, right? It looks like a little takeout box. So yes. It still kind of thematically doesn't fit with the land, which is all kind of like Victorian, and, and like all of a sudden there's just this cartoon box of chicken just sitting yeah. in the middle of there. But it is at least something kind of elaborate. What does this have to do with Pixar? Oh yeah, it's from uh, uh, from which something. movie? It's uh, a nice one of the fictional chains in one of the Pixar movies, like Pizza Planet. Poultry Palace is like everything a is double piece. Pixar Pier, Paradise Park. Oh yeah. Oh, it's from a Toy Story short called small fry where there's like a happy meal versions of buzz Lightyear and emperor Zerg. oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, okay. Uh, so that's yeah. that's where that comes from and um, isn't there's a store also that's named after the the it's nick snacks which is named yes. after the snowman and one of the first shorts uh, the snowman and a snow globe in one of the early pixar shorts yes that's oh, true that's which I, I think is kind of neat and a cool way those the, i've read about how those those early pixar shorts were like so important to the development of this medium and they would sh- you'd show up at this thing called SIGGRAPH that uh, where people showed off new developments in computer animation and people would show like a 360 shot of a head or something yeah. like these things were sometimes um, now you'd think it's nothing but they but they were actually like technological massive yeah. leaps forward right. that, that Pixar that they showed up with stories a story about a bee or about a snowman and, and picture to can- a world yeah they like um, yeah you cannot underestimate the importance of those old shorts and even they i think some of them were like oh this can be the future but i i know from reading one of the steve jobs biographies a lot of the thought was like well this will help us sell the render band software this is a proof of concept look what oh, you can do yeah, because the point of pixar this. was not that, that's why it is bizarre if you back up and there's a whole area named after pixar at a theme park because mm-hmm. pixar was once like the most functional company and lucas bought it for a while and did nothing with it and uh couldn't figure out how to make it work for him and then steve jobs took it in this uh this direction that uh um yeah became they're like one of the primary storytelling brands it's uh uh, kind of insane when you think about the whole history i i do have to wonder what he would think of this area what, what jobs would, would think of what this would steve area? say about poultry palace i yeah <laughs> well far I my baby well, has come famously tony baxter said that steve jobs rode the nemo sub ride and he said like that he was expecting steve jobs to come off and just give him the normal like great job good thanks so much see you later whatever hmm. but he like pointed immediately pointed out one of the flaw like he immediately pointed out what was the weakest part of the ride like you know that one part was not so good 
Oh. And that's all he did. So I would imagine if he uh, if he thought there was a problem, he would say something. Yeah, that that is So he kind would of, have a similar complaint about the buns. I think that's well, like the, first two. the devil's advocate is like, well, that's just kind of how it was. And if he gave a comment like that, that meant he really engaged with it, that he saw that. Mm. And the other side is that like, well, he was kind of a notorious asshole. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. So mm-hmm. I wish that he had survived to be able to present all of these new food items at the keynotes. <laughs> <laughs> and one more thing, cut to uh, churro covered in red hots. <laughs> Scott, let me ask you. I want to know what do you think? So Poultry Palace, it's just a stand. Okay. It's a quick takeaway, like snack kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think the... So, you know, there's only three to four menu items at oh. that kind of stand. They can only stock so much. Okay. And they want to get you in and out. What do you think they are? What do you think is for sale there? Um, the chi- the the quickest kind of chicken, you would have to think, are uh, nuggets or fingers right. or uh, 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 popcorn bites or what sure. have you. Mm-hmm. Not available. <laughs> what? All right. You, you lured me in. Uh, What's instead? You can instead? get the traditional theme park turkey leg. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay. The main thing they're slinging is a box of three fried chicken drumsticks and a cup of coleslaw. Huh. That famous meal we all know and love, <laughs> as I said on the and, Twitter account. And where do you eat it? You're on your own, friend. <laughs> Boy, Marcus would be as angry as anger himself. You know what else that means? Uh, there are trash cans around this stand that will just fill up all day with thin cardboard boxes covered, uh, filled with chicken boats. I think Jeez. that what might happen to Pixar Pier is what happens to like the floor of a, like a Hooters or a dirtier like chicken place where you just throw the bones on the floor. <laughs> Pixar Pier will just be covered in bones. Covered in bones. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fun. You feel like you're some kind of like conqueror of uh, empires as yeah. you walk through there. You Crunching can imagine bones. you killed. They're all people that you you had murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're as powerful as Chapek. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> full disclosure, none of us has had this Pixar, uh, the Poultry Palace chicken yeah, yet. So the reviews are not good, which is oh insane to me because right across the way at uh, uh, in Disneyland on Main Street, you can get some of the best fried chicken I have ever eaten yeah so so we didn't have the poultry palace because what happened was we basically had after going to all uh, for that the, the meetup thing we we after seeing imagineers speak they basically for an hour and a half let us loose in pixar pier and it was awesome because there was like 150 people so we could go on any ride as much as we wanted and any we of like, the two rides any of the three <laughs> three Toy Story Mania was open too for oh, us. Oh, the fun, yeah, the fun one that's the power been there for years. Oh my god, these names! So, so we had already eaten dinner, and we were like, "How are we going to eat all this food? It's insane!" <laughs> you, you, like, how about don't? <laughs> that's yeah, an option. <laughs> we had to try it all, and also the thing is, like, to add add uh, like a more of a wrinkle to this problem. I had just flown in from Chicago, where I went to a baseball game the day before, where a friend of mine had a very good tickets, and there's a thing called Club Nineteen Four. 14 at Wrigley Field mm-hmm. where you can eat all you want and drink all you want. So I was in another situation two <laughs> days in a row, 48 hours, where I gorged myself on food and treats. Ooh, and Mike mm. Carlson, the most sympathetic figure I know, in it's not. I'm privileged. Too many free meals to eat. I'm it sounds privileged. like he's a member of the leisure class, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that boy, that's deep. That's a refer. That's the film from Project Greenlight that I don't really remember that well. Mm. I'm assuming it's about like rich people with too much time on their hands, or it's, like it's about a guy who's eating hot around. dogs. He's got too many hot dogs to meet to eat cross country. Well, I have meet to rewatch this. So yeah, look, don't feel sorry for me. I'm just saying that I had a horrible headache the night of the <laughs> baseball game because of overindulging. Uh, and then I flew to Los Angeles where, again, I was for, again, I, in my mind, forced <laughs> to eat six or seven free things. And because, and, again, I'm a theme park journalist, so I need to try them out so we could you're then discuss them. You're blaming the audience is what you're I doing. Blaming Whoever the audience. listening is responsible for your body trauma. Much like I blamed you guys for not correcting me on the Tiki Room, I am blaming the audience for making me eat all this free Just stuff. Just like our president, it's never your fault. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like the president. Uh, so we, so, so we were running out of time. We were like standing and like trying to eat stuff, and we're like, we only have 20 minutes left. But we should go on the rides again. That's actually better. We should just sort of like, and then like the Pixar, uh, the, excuse me, the Poultry Palace line was by far the longest because I think everybody put it off. Everyone in the everyone was like, yeah, yeah, we'll get to the chicken later. Well, so it comes every, in a box with handles, so you could take it home. Well, that would fried look, chicken. We is made a big good, hot or cold. Uh, excuse my language. We made a big fucking mistake. We should have gotten <laughs> that poultry palace first to get the box, and then loaded in things to take home later. That would have been a great idea, but we didn't do it because to say it again, we made a big fucking mistake. <laughs> And we were we honestly we were we were like that's what we should have done because we had like eaten half of everything and thrown a lot of stuff away because there's no way there's no way I can eat a full churro a hot dog a blue and yellow thing three drumsticks a cookie num num a thing of milk uh, water and the meal I'd already eaten at Lamplight Lounge. I'm so confused how you're not obese. <laughs> you're a, you're an in shape man i've yeah. i've only i've had many a meal with you been out many times yeah. i've only seen you eat horse shit it's <laughs> i've, I've seen never Mike seen a reasonable some plates like i've seen him uh, you're very lucky is what i'm you're saying a i am machine. very lucky I, I don't i have to like i walk like three miles every morning and i like pound water all day long just to maintain this uh. <laughs> uh look i look it's not like i don't have to do anything you know maybe i starve myself on the days that i don't eat a bunch of bullshit a bunch of uh sprinkled if there's sprinkles or multicolors, i have to eat it i am a child i i acknowledge that they, you were you had a meal with the Doughboys, and they referenced it on their podcast oh, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. said it had a lot of sprinkles in it that's kind of a child's meal but i thought it was good anyway <laughs> yeah yeah weiger did or say it was a child's meal and i don't disagree with that um i'm just trying to live the way i wanted to live when i was five and I'm yeah, getting pretty hey, that's, close to you know, it. That's all. I'm getting that's pretty what, close. That's what yeah. we're all doing. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Don't don't feel sorry for me. Uh, but, um, well, let's. You mentioned it. Uh, this is a, a one thing that people have been saying is a, a highlight of Pixar Pier is Lamplight Lounge. Yes. A very nicely designed, formerly the Cove Bar in Ariel's Grotto. Now it's all just kind of one. It all kind of connects and it's all got the same design style. It is a separate r- restaurant and bar still. Yeah, it's um, so I had never eaten at Ariel's Grotto. I don't think you guys have either. No, no. Uh, but we have been to the Cove Bar many times. Sure, one of our favorite places, I think, in Disney's California Adventure. It's uh, right by the water, uh, right by the pier. You get your lobster nachos. You get a 
I think you've both probably seen me get Mickey's Fun Wheel, the secret cocktail that's multicolored. A brightly yeah, colored which, child's alcohol uh, drink. Just, <laughs> that's describe correct. it. If you, if you had to uh, visualize it. I what th- are they going to call that drink now? <laughs> I think it might be called the same thing. Uh, I think it's a secret because they can't put Mickey in the title of an alcoholic drink on a menu. Oh. Um, oh. But it's like... It's, do, so it's the Pixar... Pixar's flavor pals. It's five <laughs> flavors all being pals together. Yeah, the, one the glass. colors are friends. It's um, called You're Staying Late Tonight. Uh, <laughs> we have a deadline tomorrow. We're all staying late now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of menu items at Lamplight Lounge where it's like, this is what the anime, like this is named after like, like deadline or yeah, like short, like all like terms that might get thrown around at Pixar. Well, yeah, or ex- like explain this. one one meal called "Don't touch my leg, John." Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> you know, stuff you'd hear around Pixar, <laughs> that type of thing. Um, hug your wife, not me. Yeah. Um, I'll take the hug your wife, not me. Explain this to your your sons. Look them in the eye and explain your choices to your family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we ordered the get a let a woman talk uh, cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I the, the the idea I didn't know this till I read it. So I was paragraphs deep in a L.A. Times article that the theme of the Lamplight Lounge is that you're in a Pixar break area. It's yeah. like a bar where the animators and stuff would hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea just where you want to be, just where in you 2018 be. with everything we've learned, <laughs> just a place where all the Pixar people are getting loose. Oh, and did you yeah. know there's a secret room called the office that like locks from the outside? There's like a crazy combination lock. You got Matt, the Matt Lauer button is inside yeah. too, in case you want to be alone. Uh, it looks it looks like yeah. There's a lot of drawings inside, right? Or a lot of sketches yeah, and I mean, signatures look, and all. All that kidding aside, the idea of a secret room in a Disney restaurant is awesome. Yeah. Sure. That's always... Um, but because of the Pixar connection... It seems <laughs> but like... I don't know if it's open yet. Uh, yeah. I think that... Like, there's... I don't know how you get in yet. There's a whole, like, kind of a... Like, a slot machine system on the door that, like, you pull it and, like, if you get, you I know... I think there might be clues... Or you're given clues or something. I don't know. It's a, it's going to be a thing you can reserve it ahead really of time. It really like is a It is, a, yeah. It's just a dining locked. room. It's just a private dining room. There, there's little cool. ones, like, at the Carthay I've eaten in one. There's little, like, side yeah. rooms with only one table in them. And um, Yeah, so, so yeah, the Lamplight Lounge... Um, yeah, the top floor is still basically the same, just repainted as the Cove Bar. But then below, it's like very brick. It's very modern gastro pub. That's what everything Looks like is now. Like a lot now. of LA gastro pub yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and they, there's a lot of uh, they've renamed. There's a lot of new items on the menu. They call the kids uh, the kids menu budding artists. Uh, mm. the, and all the cocktails. There's a lot of fun cocktails. They have fun as we were saying. The names like the short plot twist. Over budget, final with a fix, the sequel, <laughs> Park Avenue, sizzle reel. The, I don't the- want to hear about the fucking minions. Uh, <laughs> don't tell me how well DreamWorks did this year. <laughs> the uh, actual director goes uncredited for this film. <laughs> uh, the, the 25th rewrite throwing out half the movie because it's not working. CalArts students dragged on Bluth on the internet. 
This is it's finally a restaurant that acknowledges it's it's close to being a restaurant themed after that secret shelved documentary that Sting's wife made. You know about <laughs> yeah. that? Have you uh, seen yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which which movie is it about? Uh, what's it called? It's called something awful. Like it, you know, it's it's called like the like the Hell House or the Cauldron. It's some like it's a name that describes that it seems to imply the Disney process is uh, uh, terrible and difficult. And and what was it? Um, was in the Emperor's uh, New Groove because Sting was originally doing oh, all yeah. of the songs for the movie uh, Kingdom of the Sun. What was it called? Right. Something what, like what that. What became the Emperor's New Groove was a much more austere film with songs by Sting, and he and so the, so I mean the, it follows the entire creative process of the movie but it's also kind of sting centric and it lets sting complain to his wife about how badly it's all going and he ended up with like one song in the credits Uh after like years of work and he was trying to get brand new day out the door he was he was trying to get to uh, he's trying to get desert rose out into the market and tour it and he's having to waste time with these uh these these disney that was uh, his comeback too um, oh yeah, uh huh. And I it mean, all got uh-huh. delayed because of all the time he spent uh, uh, messing around with Disney. That bring mm. reminds me, uh, uh, listeners, another documentary that you can find. I think I think it's on YouTube at this point. Um, Waking Sleeping Beauty. If you haven't seen that, oh, yeah. about like the resurgence of Disney animation. Some stuff in there also like not exactly a positive documentary. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fascinating to see how it all came together and what made everything work. But there's so many shots of like, yeah, and then they cram the animators in a barely air conditioned warehouse and uh, by the Burbank airport. And oh, that's right, because little uh, like they the animators had kind of sweeter digs on the Disney lot, and they were considering killing the program altogether. Yeah, and they got put into this kind of sweat lodge. Uh, yeah, um, and, and that's Glendale. where the Little Mermaid was was birthed. Yeah. they like worked mm. their way out of it, and by the time that classic period was done, there's now the incredibly very very nice Disney Animation Building that you see off the 134 Freeway in Burbank yeah. with the big sorcerer's hat. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it. I think I I had that wrong. I think it was Zootopia, something very recent. They put. The, for whatever reason, they didn't have room for the production, so they put him in an off-site location. And they were like, they made this big hit, like, by the runway of the Burbank Airport or oh, something, really? essentially. Huh. Weird. Um, so these are the kind of conditions you can th- think about while you enjoy uh, a meal at the Lamplight Lounge. I'll, yeah. I'll have a uh, right next to the Burbank Airport runway, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming uh, uh, priced uh, reasonably well, for a table service well, uh, Disney restaurant. I think you might be leading me on here. Uh, it's a little expensive. So the problem was we knew that we were about to have to gorge ourselves later. So I had this reservation. It's very hard to get right now. Uh, so we just had some, what they call bites, you know, not like a full meal. Uh, Lindsay had the deviled eggs and toast, which were basically like a couple hard boiled eggs and like toast for $12. Ugh. And was like, this, this really wasn't anything, was it? That's and I was like, yeah, that's bad. a bit of bummer. That wholesale rate is probably 50 cents worth of food. No, right. yeah, absolutely it was. Um, and then I had tuna poke, which was good, but it was $18, and it's a small amount of poke, and it's supposed to be like their appetizer. And it's like, this is, knock $4 off this, and then I'm, I'm, I feel a little bit better, 4 or $5. Um, but I like the, to- the poke fine, and I got, uh, what did I get? I got the, it wasn't as fun of a name. I got the nectar in the rye drink, 
which was like whiskey and you know some like peach fruit is that a play on catcher in the rye Mm, probably not right probably not um this is the thing that i noticed looking at the lamplight menu you all know i'm a thrifty man but i give disney like all right it's disney park i know you're gonna pay more a 21 dollars spinach salad oh my god (laughs) like the cheddar okay a 22 dollar burger all right well it's got like tillamook cheddar on it and and bacon Mm. and okay fine you you upskip but like a chicken salad or like i don't this just seems a lot like it just seems like so much uh yeah yeah it seems a little expensive obviously i think i've again read now that i think about it i've read that some of the stuff is good but these are all on these sites that i think might be uh bought and paid for bought and paid for not us obviously we've had no. real loose tongues this episode yeah we're, we're like we're real cranky today or, or something um the whole thing we have to scrap this whole episode I think. <laughs> for, for political purposes <laughs> for yeah um, but, um well the whole thing like you guys are talking about it's an okay cookie and all like that's the, this is why i can't just be at the theme parks all day every day because i like the rest restaurants are they're good for theme parks other than carthay circle yeah. uh, other than a few uh, options throughout the disney park universe like they aren't the best you don't get the best restaurants the best food in the world at these places and, yeah uh, uh they're all at I, best they're very good impressions of real restaurants yeah. and uh, disneyland is one of the better food programs of mm-hmm. any theme parks yeah, I mean, yeah, Florida yeah. is a lot more. Kind of I feel like Florida's just getting around to cupcakes. Like, they're just <laughs> getting around to. Uh, it was like a couple years ago. They're like, we have cronuts now. And it's like, okay. Yeah, about four years after any major city, they got around to cronuts. I, too little, too late. Too little, I think late. the canteen uh, in Pandora really ushered in. Um, like better food at Disney Disney mm-hmm. World. It seems because, like a step up. Yes. Yeah. Like that's a good. That's actually like I would have that meal if I could go walk to it. That looks good. Well, yeah. You pick pick a protein, pick a grain, pick mm-hmm. a pick a sauce. Like that. That mm-hmm. seems like actually what you probably should be eating to do these kind of like ten hour days in the park. Yes, a lot of protein, high protein, high protein low carb, low carb, yeah. low sugar. But you seem to be implying that if if Pandora Grill became an option at your local mall. <laughs> Or just if if that if there were a hundred locations, uh, uh, you know, US wide of Pandora Grill, you'd be psyched. Oh yeah, of course. Especially if they had the license, the Avatar license. Yeah, yeah. Pandora I would Grill. go to a Saltuli canteen. Saltuli canteen. We would go there every day. It'd be pretty exciting if Pandoran food landed and was like an equal to mexican and japanese uh, sure it's a it's a, if it was a legitimate genre of food that emanated out i of mean disney world i think it would be probably more like navi food because mm-hmm. pandora's of the planet and obviously a lot of different species have different types of food so i'm just yeah. saying so the food na- that you navi get there specific. is the navi's food yeah but uh well, well, it depends on, but it's also the name of the place. Uh, That's true. You're, you're right. You're call right. Call it Earth. Earthian but I'm saying food. if we we transported, you know, French food to another planet, we, would they just say Earth food? Yeah, maybe. So they would say, well, Earth food, but it's specifically it's, from the country yes, of France. Yeah, I suppose so. That's all I'm saying. Navi. Uh, 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 okay, so the restaurant's called Navi food, but it's from Pandora. From Pandora. <laughs> by Pandora. By, from and by Pandora. <laughs> That's uh, branding. The uh, so the inside the lamplight. 
lounge. It's like a lot of brick. It looks like honestly like at night, like it seemed cool. Like it would be cool to hang out at the bar down there. Like that seems fun. It's right by the water. The music in there seems like, and I don't know if this reference makes any sense to everyone here. The music in there seems like um, uh, the woman's clothing store, Chico's. Uh, a commercial for that clothing store like a lot of like 90s like kind of house beat seemingly like trying to be cool music like so music that has no genre music that is nothing yeah like a lot of things where like you can see they're like they'll like change how the drums sound like how the like they put like a lot of compression all of a sudden on the drums and then it becomes a difference like there's mm-hmm. too much production going on in the music and it's supposed to sound hip but it ultimately as you said like sounds like nothing it's like KCRW's someone, worst dj yeah yeah someone yes. had the faintest memory of samba and, and bossa nova musics yeah it's like it's like very like it has no absolutely no soul to at all and there's like so i because we went down there and i'm like oh they're gonna be playing like and i get it they don't want to just play like randy newman songs from pixar movies mm-hmm. but, but why not but yeah, yeah. also the maybe why not we're like maybe that would have been better like mu- like instrumental covers or like the incredibles music when they would like just the background music and in the quieter oh, that scenes. loungy kind yeah, of the stuff loungy sure. kind of stuff yeah like, maybe there maybe we i just got on a stretch of music that i was maybe they do have that somewhere but so they play so it's a restaurant that plays really neutered hip-hop has uh, the most expensive spinach salad mm-hmm. you've ever had. Uh, it's themed after animators pulling long hours. <laughs> and if you went to, if you weren't lucky enough to be part of a free event, if if I if we went to Disneyland well, right now, we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. If we mm-hmm. got there by three o'clock, how long are we waiting to get in the, the Mickey lamplight? and Friends parking structure is currently closed. <laughs> yes, well, first of all, uh, that please park at Dodgers Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> we would wait for an hour to sit upstairs. Mm-hmm. Just but we wouldn't be able to go to this right now. Oh, oh. that's something the, I wanted to talk reservations about. Reservations are only for, you have to get reservations for downstairs, which is the full menu. Okay, this is a thing that really, but this is like this is terrible show to me, and it, it's still going. We walked by it the day we were there. So the upstairs is a bar, and just like a normal bar in the regular world, you just kind of gotta wait. You know, if it's crowded, you gotta wait for a seat to open up. Uh, uh, But unlike a bar in the regular world, you can't just stand around. So as you walk down this pier, this brand new area, there's just a mass of humanity. There's just a line waiting to get into this bar. And it was like that at the Cove Bar. It's the same way now. I don't understand why they don't just invest in that software for iPads where they just say, like, okay, what's your name? All right, what's your phone number? All right, we'll text you when we're, like, 10, when your table's almost ready. Like, why are they... They have that for inside with the reservation, so I'm assuming they'll roll that out at a certain point. But it seems, yeah, like they shouldn't make people... I The the wait was... It seemed shorter when we were there, so I don't know if they are doing that yet. Okay, I I don't yeah I don't understand why they, I mean I guess in the park it's like oh well what if someone tries to go on Surin on the other side of the park and then they get back and then they had to give the table away but still like let people walk around or something like that just looks terrible to have this like brand new area and just like a snaking line as soon as you walk into it that's like yes. terrible optics well the, yeah, sure 
We'll see. But though. when you've had a nice stroll up to up to the line it, with uh, chicken bones pouring out of a trash can, <laughs> stepping over uh, <laughs> cracking bones as you walk, you're in I a great just, mood. It's crazy to me. I mean, because they have it at the hotel restaurants. I seem to remember. Like, I feel like I when my family stayed at the Grand Californian, they told us like, "All right, we'll text you. You can go to the lobby." Or go yeah, back to I don't know. They, they, I'm sure that'll be coming if it hasn't come already. Guys, we're an hour and a half in, and we've right. avoided the roller coaster in the yeah. in the yeah. place. Well, this is the last little bit, right? Is there, that's I, the main uh, thing? Probably. Uh, so let's talk. We've written the we both written the Incredicoaster now. Yes, uh, and the original California Screamin'. Yes, uh, Scott, have you read, written Screamin'? Have I, you, d- I did. Well, but yes. that's at a, a launch when coaster. When I had a girlfriend who made me do such things, then yes, I uh-huh. did. Uh, I ended up going on it a second time. I did like I like the rest of it enough to uh, uh-huh. get me past the quick launch. Although not since uh, 2005, so that's where wow. I'm at. Yeah. So I've been on it, the Incredicoaster now f- four times. Okay. I went on it three times at this event. I went it twice in a row, uh, and then one at the end of the night when I was full of food. <laughs> uh, I w- just went on the once when we went, uh, and I went on during the day. I've heard it's much better at night, which kind of bugs me, where it's like, well, you're supposed to build an attraction so it's great no matter when you go on it. Sure, and, and the people that said much better at night, let's just say better. Okay. Let's not so say that it better. is not a revelation at night or anything. It's just that the colors are there. And I also think that, like, since it's dark, you can't see, like, the paint that needs to be repainted on the yeah. coaster itself. Uh, so, yeah. So, so the queue is all different. The queue is Incredibles, and it's got the cool, like, retro-y feel. It looks like their house now. Yeah. That stuff all looks very cool. It's and there's a new pre-show and stuff. These covers in line that are sort of throwback homages to, like, the old funky umbrellas that used to provide shade in Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could use a few dozen more of these covers throughout the uh, area. <laughs> Most of your complaints today have been about shade. It's just, it's it's a very exposed land. It's just in the summer. It's a heat, it's opening on a heat wave late in summer. And if you're not careful out there, you're going to end up looking exactly like anger, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bright red. Bright red. Bright and, red with and a hot pissed, And pissed about poultry. Uh, and steam uh, coming out of your ears about a hot dog. Put some suntan lotion on, folks. Uh, so, so all of that is fun. And, and it, it, like seeing the Incredibles, Incredicoaster, and the new like fast pass wait time, you get like excited. You're like, wow, cool, an Incredibles ride. Like, this You're excited is, about a wait time? Well, no, I'm just saying that because an effective cue makes you excited about the, the ride yeah. and the idea of it. And, and like, there's original footage in the line with yeah. all the actors doing the oh, yeah, dialogue. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it tricks you for a second into thinking, it's a oh, wow, it's a cool, like, you, your brain starts to go, wow, this feels newish to me. This feels like I'm going to get to, you know, experience the movie like you would on a, a new e-ticket Incredibles ride. There's kind of a, there's a funny joke in the line. There's a funny joke at the launch, too. But in the line, what does she say? Violet says, um, uh, uh, oh, sure, just slap our name on an old ride. <laughs> there <laughs> is a real... Wow. Which is a pretty funny joke. I, I'm usually hot and cold on sometimes some of the self-awareness <laughs> that comes with uh That feels like a universal movies, joke, quite frankly. Like, yeah. Something you'd hear yeah, that's impressed. a universal joke. It's funny coming out of like the teen girl, like the, the smart-ass teen girl yeah, yeah. cynic character. I think that's great. Yeah. So, so 
they ever like, everyone knows like the imagineers did their best with the money they had don't get when we when we were cranky yeah. about this stuff i'm just saying like everyone knew what the deal was here we they have a little amount of money to do a little something to this ride with this story is that it's like oh the town is celebrating the return of the heroes by rechristening this roller coaster mm-hmm. with the incredible's name that's the plot that's I the plot think that's the plot and oh, then, yeah so spoiler alert if you don't yeah, want to know the story alert. of the incredicoaster <laughs> we'll give you five seconds here to turn off the podcast go experience the roller coaster and then come back go back and, and listen to our our talk about the chicken and the, the yes. ice cream and then well mike i'm sorry uh, uh, spoiler alert for you too because oh. i am going to mention some of a uh, very basic plot points from incredibles too that's fine um so yeah so then you get on the coaster and edna mode is watching jack jack like she does in the movie mm-hmm. um it's a great great bunch of scenes in the movie edna mode babysitting jack jack uh in the movie it goes well but in the ride jack jack teleports out of there and that's the other funny joke in the lot like you come or you get in the coaster it starts to leave the station you see into uh the i guess it's the incredibles home and she's like i'll watch the baby don't worry about it and then like right as you're about before you launch he, she goes and the baby is gone mm-hmm. uh, uh it's a funny delivery for <laughs> brad bird it's funny joke and then it's that sets up the launch mr incredible yells dash go after him and then you hear dash's voice countdown and there's a little fun water spray effect after yeah, they launch you don't see dash i guess the, like it would i don't know they can't probably make a robot run on water yet hmm. or they maybe they can they just have the money for it so they just have like a little water spray as if he's running up it's a lot of suggestion on this ride yeah, a lot of audio because there's not a lot of room to do there aren't any robots they're all statues that's true they're all statues I there's think no robots one of the jack jacks moves a little well there's a screen for his face in one of the is two so he is? moves okay. around a little bit because huh. he gets like snotty it's like it's not all over his head but he is like it's hmm. like a little screen uh, so yeah, it's a lot of a lot of story told with uh, narration from the audio on the back of the roller coaster or in your speakers, excuse me. Uh, it's yeah, every tube basically has a couple static Incredibles characters mixed with whatever like the audio is telling you they're doing. Yeah, trying to they're trying to all trying to catch Jack yeah. Jack, which is weird in the context of the Incredibles 2 because Edna makes a special suit for Jack Jack that makes it easier to keep him under control. So is this supposed to take place before Incredibles 2 in the narrative? But he's wearing the suit. Oh, I see. He's wearing the same mm, so that's a now, whole that's I, it a wasn't whole a plot perfect hole. thing. They didn't have the remote. That's a big thing in it. The the remote for the suit. But it's like, wait, but Edna's thing is supposed to stop this. Mm-hmm. But it's not, I guess it's not perfect because he still gets into hijinks in the movie. I like, don't know. It seems like a big uh, oversight as far as I'm concerned. I haven't seen the movie, but it sounds like they had a big problem on their hands here. They have to rectify. Take him out of the suit that he gets in the movie, maybe. Maybe that's the fix. Uh yeah i mean i guess it, it just kind of looks like a red baby onesie mm. anytime that's true so uh so you go in like a two you go so they made the the tunnels basically longer and maybe not bigger but longer like there were a couple tunnels before with nothing in them now they've painted them red now it's longer just so they can put in a little bit more show the first one you go up it's like there's like purple I guess so just neon purple it's neon that makes it look like laser Jack eyes. Jack's laser eyes. The next one is 
I forget what the next one is. Is that the uh, is, Elastigirl stretching? Uh, and, yes. And then it's like Mr. Incredible burst through to try to hand a cookie to eject Jack, Jack cookie, cookie num num to, to lure Jack and uh, one of Violet, them is Violet Violet's that's Force probably Field. the best one that's probably the best one because yeah, they've that's made the whole area look too. hot like it'll look hmm. like it's fire in the tube and that's fun that's cool um, but and you're hearing their voices you're throughout a lot the ride, of them yelling at you, which is fun. There's a lot of fun stuff on this, well, and the, the music, the is music great. is the best. The music like, is the is like basically the music like the score kicks it up a notch. Um, um, and then there's a fun little scene of statues at the end to sort of sum it all up. But between the last tunnel and the end scene with Edna and Jack, Jack, there's nothing. They needed like another tunnel or two. There's like no well, there's extra stuff. Also, then it's just a roller coaster playing music. Yeah, it's just a ro- yeah. There's there's just like a lot of uh, voice, and there's no place, especially when you're going at the end turn, which is like basically a bunch of grass in the center, and you're just turning around this like kind of open field. Like so it's if been that way some- for a long time. Yeah, it's weird. I think there's supposed to. That's always been, I think been an expansion pad for a ride. Well, that's different. That's a different one. That's where the Malaboomer used to be. But isn't the, I thought the other one maybe really because it looks like there's such a small footprint there. Yeah, maybe I don't it does know. Maybe look I'm like wrong. They were planning something, something though, but right? Could have built a I jack jack, a giant, jack, a big jack jack. I said, right build the giant jack jack, yeah, and he turns yeah. around and tries to grab the coaster or something. But that's there's no fun. money in this budget for that. That's 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 obvious. might have been in a previous uh, pass. Maybe I'm sure the blue skying mm-hmm. had something. I just like don't that. like even the Ednas at the beginning or end. Just make them move a little, or make the jack jacks move. At, yeah. I, like I don't. It's hard get because it. I get it in the tunnel. Like the roller coaster is going so fast. Yeah, it doesn't make that sense makes to have sense. people. Like robots that can do so much because you're seeing it. Yeah, for you don't a, want them breaking second. down with the hydraulic fluid and everything. Yeah. But like you've got a show scene at the beginning and the end. Like so yeah, you want a little, a little yeah, more, or at least you know what they really should have done is just have them blink. Just do that screen technology to have oh, them blink yeah. or do something or talk. It looks or, good from the Frozen. Uh, yes, track. That's a lot of so so yeah. That is, so we, look, we love robots here. We just like them when they move. We just want them to move a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there, there was probably a way to like put like, for instance, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which we have not reviewed officially on here. But mm-hmm. like that is they did a hell of a job with taking a ride, you know, very well and truly making it feel different, feeling like a different lobby, a different ride experience. This mm-hmm. is just like exactly the same. But the fun music now and you get to see a few things here and yeah. there, which isn't mm-hmm. bad, but yeah. It is not nearly like the experience of Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So it's not, yeah. it's not like it's bad, and it's not like the... No, it's you, fun. Let me say what you said. You said it as if you were anticipating me saying it. As soon as we were done with the ride, you don't remember this? You went, well, I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-defensive. You were pre-defensive. Like, I was going to go, well, it was fine or whatever, but you, no, that you said that. when we saw Ant-Man, too. <laughs> it did, yes. We, that, that's another... We'll talk about that in another uh, episode. Uh, I, I did think it was fun, but I had a laundry. I well, it's fun. Of this, course it's fun. It's a good roller yeah, coaster. It's, a, it's definitely an fun upgrade. Music. I think it's an upgrade from California Screaming. I think like, you probably have to say, yeah, it's an upgrade from California Screaming. It's just that like when you're talking about like a Incredibles ride, when you think of the promise of that, 
Yeah. You you do go like, ah, why can't? And I've, I always wondered if maybe Incredibles was a candidate to be some kind of attraction well, in Tomorrowland. It's been and rumored yet. for years that yeah. the Interventions building or whatever the hell, oh. now the launch oh, bay, my. there was going to be some awesome three, uh, excuse me, e-ticket Incredibles ride. Well, I feel like I th- heard the rumor or maybe just thought uh, in my fan brain that the there's pretty cool pods that are that, like in, in the first Incredibles uh, 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 Bob is on this uh, this island right uh, uh, that where he ends up meeting Syndrome and uh, the, the, like some cool glass bubbles kind of, and that maybe those end up on the people mover yeah track. Oh, maybe oh, I guess great. I don't I didn't cool hear that. that there's a ton of great set pieces in the new Incredibles that it's like I well that's a ride s- superhero yeah. training I think was thrown around the idea of uh, like you would go and like probably like an x-men danger room ride you train to be a superhero and you just gotta hope this doesn't negate that's what possibly I'm, that's right what i think I'm it saying. might i don't know it might keep it away for a little bit but that's because that that movie of all the pixar movies i think lends itself to an awesome e-ticket ride yeah like there's no nothing with more like fun action f- colorful bet great score yeah. great score and i think it's doing great at the box right. i mean it'll be been that's nice that's good i saw for sure. it three weeks after it opened and the theater was full yeah like, yeah i mean I, we are in the middle of a heat wave in los angeles yeah so. and we'll i'll go see it this week i should have done it um, people are about tolerating uncle drew and sicario too because it's <laughs> so hot uh, but still yes uh, incredibles 2 was wonderful uh, um yeah i think that's my here's my feeling about this whole thing sure do pixar peer absolutely and yet for another year at disneyland Tomorrowland decays. Mm-hmm, Tomorrowland yeah. mm-hmm. gets worse and worse. They mm-hmm. ma- they somehow found a way to make Pizza Port more unpleasant. They put a like a they put a cloth sign over it that like that's for this uh, used whoa, to be whoa, Scott, what is it part of? What is the cloth sign no, part of? Boy, Pixar Fest. Yes, it's yeah. Fest. It's part of Pixar it's Fest. Celebrating friendship and beyond. I don't know if you heard. Okay, it. it's not the. It's, why don't they call it the Pixar Pal Party? And then it's then yeah. we keep it all peas. I just do yet yeah, do your Pixar peer, but for the love of God, do we see Tomorrowland change in our lifetimes? No. Does this happen? I don't know. I'm. I think. I think I will be on my deathbed and and wondering why it never. It's still going to be the fucking rocket that serves Coke. It's going to be <laughs> the. It's going to be interventions with ads for Dyson Airblades. Like it's like I. I this. It makes me. This is why I'm. Of course, do your gentrification. <laughs> Anywhere you want across this property, but are we really going to let Tomorrowland just? I mean, languish and languish. I get it. They wanted to do something cheap that they could do in the other park that would draw people over there, and they wanted to use characters that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. So I get it from a cynical marketing perspective this was probably the thing they had to do something along these lines i think they should have put in another 500 million dollars into it mm-hmm. they call it so, synergy darling that's a joke from the q line too yes, it, oh, it makes a joke about the overlay the that is more overlay. universal style edgy referential comedy and yeah. i, I kind of that's fun i don't know i like that and i actually like that in universal, i liked it so. a lot i i didn't I wasn't wild about it in in the last Jedi uh, when uh, uh, Finn. What does he yell? Oh, they hate that. That like the Tie Fighters uh, or I something. There's I an don't end remember. Fight. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Well, you know, the public is kind of 
not exactly hot on the future right now. People are feeling a little hopeless, you know, in terms of Tomorrowland getting redone. But I tell you what you will have to look forward to. The Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind coming soon. Mm, That's coming to Pixar Pier. That is a That reflects our times. That's a... uh, They were just repainting uh, Flix Flyers from uh, Bugsland. There's Jesse's Critter Carousel. That's the old carousel. They are repainting it. Uh, That is not open yet. And uh, Bing Bong's Candy Store, which is opening sometime in this month of July. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have to air grievances about all those mm-hmm. things in a future episode. Pixar Pier Part 2. Pixar yeah. Pier Complaint Fest Part 2. Big Bong's Candy Store has a sign, like it has a bunch of his quotes on the sign. I saw a picture and one of them says, I cry candy. And that's, yeah, that's a fun little piece of the movie. But I don't know. To me, it seemed very weird to see the word cry in big letters at a <laughs> Disney park. Like, I thought that was kind of like... I like... It's edgy, I think. I think that that's a good idea. Like, it's fun. And you can buy his candy tears, supposedly. You can buy his tears at the store. Ugh. Which is weird. <laughs> yep. Which, but I like I like that. So, get loaded I up on... eat his tears. Get loaded up on yeah. Bing Bong tears well, and, then, and poultry and hit that credit coaster. If the candy doesn't melt, gosh, like he thought he was leaving the flames of hell, and now he's <laughs> coming to Southern California, uh-huh. the uh, biggest so, heat wave in ages. It seemed like at one point there was going to be a leg two of Pixar Pier, presumably Paradise Gardens Park. Right, and but, they rethemed Goofy Sky School for the fifth time to <laughs> the up... The host. good dinosaurs, crazy antics. <laughs> As long as they preserve that perfect state fair ride within, yeah, um, then we're we're fine. Um, but then, like Silly Symphony swings, like that's Mickey. Will that go away? Because like that's a cool theme. I well, think that's actually the uh, Paradise Gardens Park, Michael. Oh no! But I'm saying Which when they free of the need to rethemes when they go around. So yeah, so so there's more Pixar Pier maybe coming. Also, I have a feeling there's not more Pixar. I feel like this is it. Hmm. Some nice things I like. I like they have a guy sketching Pixar characters in the in Nick Knack and Nick's Knacks. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, That's fun. Cute. That's nice. Some of the merchandise is very good. Mm-hmm. I like the sign a lot. I think this is funny that we complained for like uh, 95 minutes and I'm just going to give two minutes of like kudos. <laughs> the sign I think is cool. I like the color scheme. I like the I like it's big. It's it's nice. It looks nice at night. The billboards um, are cute. The billboards are cute. I like I like the sort of color scheme. I think that's fun. I think it looks cool at night. I think a lot of it is an upgrade. It's just like it doesn't... Everything isn't cohesive yet. They are still repainting things. I think once maybe they get more money, everything's open. I think all of it, you'll go, well, this is certainly... You know, what was maybe a B, B minus land. Now it's B or B be plot like it's it's an incremental change and this area has grown slowly from orange peels and the yeah, and just straight up knots rides into yes. at least it you know it got more charm with midway mania it has more charm with uh yeah which is uh, still Fixer great here, but carnival barker potato head well that's still a great fun. ride and, like, and they repainted the great. roof there good uh that's fun i think they added fast pass they did add Toy Fast Story. Pass to it. That is a thing that I think like, oh, yeah, this needed Fast Pass. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they sure. have uh, Edna Mode walk-around character now, which is that great. That looks great. Yeah. Uh, here's what we took a photo. Fo- Lindsay and I took a photo with her. What I do think is unnerving is that she has human hands. 
It's a plastic head, oh. but human hands. <laughs> yes. So she comes up, I and mean, when you go to see the character, she shakes your hand, and I go, ah! Like, I, like, I didn't say it, but like my brain was like, oh, real skin. <laughs> like, I just give Thick her gloves. Thick mane of hair on uh, the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> give her gloves, please. Give her those, yeah, so. Cut, um, cut for budget. Cut so Edna Mode's gloves. No gloves. <laughs> better dogs, better milk choice, milk uh, offerings, mm-hmm. and uh, to check the lanyard again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give Edna hands, better milk offerings, um, and just call it Mickey's Fun Wheel. What in the world? Yeah, Pixar. Pixar. That does circle sound of like pals. an algorithm named that, right? The yeah, Pixar pal around. Pal around. It is all your pals, and they are going around together. I've never, I've never been, I'd never been on the Mickey's Fun Wheel, and we didn't have time to go on the Pal Around. (laughs) I have still not been on the Pixar Pal Around. I will go on, and everyone says the you like it. I know I like it. I've ridden the stationary and the moving cars, uh, but it's a Ferris wheel. They've never figured out how to quickly load and unload a Ferris wheel. It's just not possible. And there should be two robots in every car yeah because <laughs> if you're now the pixar like you should sit next to one and you're so like you sit with up uh, or uh the old man and then the other mm. oh i thought you meant of like pixar like you just sit next to a pete doctor animatronic and oh, he doesn't talk sure. he's just trying to research mark davis stuff for that book. that's fair <laughs> those should all be like you should all the cars should be cubicles and you have uh, eight shots yeah. to get done that day. <laughs> oh, cool! I got the cereal bar one. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You just get notes. Uh, yes, the, uh, the yeah, the Nota coaster, the Nota wheel. Uh huh. So, um, I, I, yeah, we've we've been plussing up as we go. I think here, you mm-hmm. know, we plus the yeah. buns up, so we don't have as to do will they, I hope. And they're gonna keep. They're obviously working. Out the, I saw a nice Q and A with the Imagineers, and they were they were talk, all the things they were showing in the reference art was very cool, and they very much care about it, and they're still working on a lot of it. So this is a work in progress. You know, it's it's yeah. it's fun, but it's 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 a bummer because we from Disney, you want like some insane, amazing thing that right out of the gate is is great. And this one just feels like it's a work in progress. Well, Pixar Pier will never be complete until uh, the tape is removed from the pipes <laughs> on the roof. That is actually a, probably a teaser for a new short of like <laughs> tapey the pipe. Or something. <laughs> it's an uh, Easter egg. You know, they love their Easter, Easter eggs. They're A113s. Uh, you know, I did. It, this is really damning it with fake praise, but I'm happy it gave a reason to reopen the Blue Sky Cellar, the little mm. uh, making of behind I the like scenes sure. walkthrough uh, by the winery that's still holding on. I love walking through there. Still and holding on. Let's not have any shit talk oh, okay. in the winery. Right. That's Scott's yeah. favorite place in all the parks. <laughs> that's correct. I mean, you know what? It's it. It does look lovely, and uh, it's always crowded. Yeah. I've never been able to successfully eat at the balcony, the little tapas place they have upstairs. I have. It's wonderful. Many it relaxing hours. There but once. Again, we all went. We ate there once, yeah. There's, they just tell you there's no seats. That one, there's nowhere to have a line. That one, I feel like they just tell you, yeah, we're full up. We got it. We have to wrap this episode up before I before we st- uh, uh, suggesting that plus ups need to happen at the beloved at wine. winery. We really, I won't have it. Have we right. even suggest? We haven't even thrown out that we'll do a full episode on there, but of course we have to. 
Hmm. Let's do it from there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let's get a couple bottles. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey. Um. So we uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that winery review episode. I yeah. Got, and until I then, to say in my closet, <laughs> <laughs> bring back Robert Mondavi. <laughs> get Shapik over here. Get him, get him over here. I want more Disney-specific uh, brands of winery. I've got Ithaca alumni privileges to bother Bob Iger. I wonder how much I could find in the oh, alumni yeah. directory. The, the, the last thing I would say is uh, that Blue Sky Cellar, we were talking about the button on Space Mountain many episodes ago. Mm-hmm. You can press the button, a fake button, to launch the Pixar Pier uh, Incredicoaster model. So you yeah, can, that's fun. It's, it's a it's a there's a facsimile of controls. Yes, and you get to sh- it shows you how you would launch the coaster if you worked there. It, it's really I guess just training you to take a minimum wage job. <laughs> but I was very excited because of what we were saying about the the Space Mountain button. Well, giving you good uh, good practice yep. uh, for your old button finger. For when Disney has taken over the whole state. Everything's a theme park, and we're all working there. Yeah, and when they've yeah when they've lured us at first through promises of uh, free uh, spicy hot dogs and mm-hmm. then uh, through uh, uh, slight employment opportunities yep uh, we'll be there soon we know that's where it's heading uh, hey folks you survived podcast the ride uh, thanks for listening to us uh, air these grievances <laughs> and if you have uh, if you want to hear more or give more uh, you can uh, head to our Twitter at podcast the ride head to our Instagram uh, head to the Facebook group rate and review us on iTunes if you have specific requests for the winery episode Mm-hmm. or a, a, a minimum amount of ounces that you would like uh, each of us to drink. What uh, is set a, the number. What is a traditional pour for a glass of wine? Is that four ounces, six ounces? Probably. probably I, I see them on the menu in, in sixes and nines. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, we're getting up to we're getting up to 36. You or, know, uh, Mike knows this. Wine makes me crazy. Oh, well, <laughs> then this episode is necessary. What if we do oh, it? They boy. probably won't let us record there. But can, what if we record in the car immediately? At, we all jam into a car, the closest, or get a hotel room. People, That's the idea. Some people well. hotbox before going to the we parks. Can, we, like, pull out a Zoom recorder in one of our uh, reasonably uh, sedans, one of reasonably sized sedans. I think we can just we can just take a recorder in, put it on the table, yeah, and do it. And just the let the conversation fly. Yeah, and the audio is not going to be as good as this, but whatever. Watch it's out, watch out, JPEG. We're going there. It's still better than the bumper car boys' audio on their podcast. Let's be honest. Yeah, go rate and review them on iTunes, and uh, yeah, get sync them, sync them for us. Thanks, yeah. listeners. Uh, all right, we'll catch you next time. So long. Bye. Bye-bye.